Good afternoon. Please be seated. We're on the record in Prime Core Technologies, case number 23 of 1161. Good afternoon. I have a copy. Let me ask, does anyone wish to be heard with respect to the motion of proposed floor of order? Ms. Grivner, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Your Honor. Uh, I represent party one, and I just wanted to note for the record, uh, my client has no issue um, sitting for the deposition, but because of various confidentiality agreements in employment agreements that he had with the debtor, uh, we felt that it was necessary to have a court order in place beforehand. Okay, thank you. Does anyone else wish to be heard with respect to the motion or the proposed floor of order? Mr. Detweiler? Good 
I have reviewed the order. I don't have any issue with the form of order, and certainly I appreciate it's uncontested. But I did have a question about paragraph order, the fourth paragraph of the order. And I understand that it's relatively routine to allow additional discovery. I think this should be modified to say in line two, including without limitation, reasonable request based upon the information. And then also indicate at the end, without prejudice to the deponent's rights. Yes, please. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't know how you want to word it, but I just want to make sure that the deponent's rights are reserved and the requests are reasonable, because it's kind of broad as written. But I understand you don't know what you're going to get in terms of discovery. So you need to maintain optionality, but I need to put a little bit of curb on it. Absolutely. I will grant it with those changes when filed under certification. Yes. I have a question about that. So first of all, it was brought to my attention last year that the United States Trustee's Office likes the opportunity to review protective orders before they're submitted under certification of counsel. So I'm glad to see Mr. Cudia here, because I want to know if the U.S. Trustee's Office had an opportunity to review it. And then also, I had a question with respect to paragraph, well, it's E. It's 3.2E or page 7. But if I could hear from Mr. Cudia, and I didn't mean to cut you out, unless you wanted to give a presentation. Okay. Good afternoon. Okay. Is the debtor and committee willing to allow the U.S. Trustee access? Okay. Okay, terrific. Thank you. My only question, and the U.S. Trustee might want to stay around for this point as well. In paragraph E on page 7, this talks about documents being generated and being able to file them under seal without the necessity of filing a separate motion. And it references Local Rule 9037.1, and that really deals with PII. And I was wondering, was it intended here, this section, to deal with Local Rule 9018, which is the seal motion process? I wasn't sure what the interplay was here. Okay. 
So I guess the, the presumption in E is that the only type of information that would be potentially redacted is PII, right? Right. And I think here you're right. You yeah, I mean, is that it. accurate? No, I think we're going to have information beyond that because it may go into the future agent. Right. So I think you're right. I think so I think you should modify this to, to address 9018. And I don't know what the U.S. trustee's position is on that. So I think the parties should probably consult and come up with a revised tip. I just want to make sure that we were all on the same page as what was being redacted and when a motion is required. And like I said, if there's going to be, if it's going to be for 9018, I would like the opportunity for my client to review that. Right. I'm, it's been your client's position. They want to review that. So, right. so do you guys want to confer offline and submit a revised tip under CERT? And let me just make sure while we're here, because the committee, does committee have any position with respect to that? Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we avoid any issues down the road. So if you could confer and then just submit a formal order, that would be great. Anything else for today? Yeah, that, I would appreciate a status update. That would be great. Oh, okay. So your next hearing in this case, I believe, is November 14th? Yes. Is that going to, is that, if you need additional time, you'll reach out? Before yes, the actually, um, so I think that we're going to need a hearing before then, um, because I think we're going to file another 2004 shortly. Um, and with the 14 days um, under the local rules, I think that if we file it today, that would put us the 8th of, of November. I think we've got far off from the 14th, but you know we are trying to get as much information into the, our hands so that we can put a more fulsome update in our um, supplement to the disclosure statement. I don't have time availability. Um, let me let me ask you this: Do you need a 2004? The next one we believe is going to be contested. While this one was uncontested, the next one we believe, given the parties involved and, and their positions we've taken thus far, informally. I'm just thinking out loud if there's a way to do a process that you can avoid multiple 2004 requests, but. We're trying to put people together in omnibus requests, but. Which might, which leads to another issue. It may be more helpful if the names are all one exhibit and you redact the exhibit as opposed okay. to.
the pleading, the names and the pleading themselves. And then you can just redact the exhibit. Um, unfortunately, I have no availability the 8th or the 9th. So perhaps the 7th? Could you do the 7th at 2? Um, so w with with the auction being tomorrow, the 19th, and I just ask, and maybe this is a premature question, um, but otherwise, is the debtor's time frame still in place with respect to confirmation? All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, appreciate the update. Is there anything further? No. Okay. Then I'll just ask Mr. Logano to mark the calendar for hearing on the 7th at 2. Thank you. Okay. Everyone, thank you. Have a great afternoon. We stand adjourned.